Women Rising is proving to be um, a brilliant series. And I'm very glad that I have met all these amazing women. I've got another amazing woman with me this afternoon. Her name is Karen. Hello. Hello. So we're talking about nutrition by Karen. That is your your business name. Yes. Um, Karen Jacobson, for all of you who don't know her. She is South African. We're going to hear all about her because I want to know all about her. I don't know so much. But I know that she's doing an incredible job because a lot of the things that happen in Jib are word of mouth. Um, Jib is quite a unique place. And when you hear that somebody is doing good in the community, you want to know about it because you want to tap in there and you want to get something. So I've got a very dear friend and she mentioned Karen, who'd already been in touch with me and who I already knew. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's lovely to have you. Uh, I want to know everything. I want to know what made you, as a mother of three boys, um, miles away from home, um, start all this up. So I remember, I think, when you had had your second child and you had your third one, it wasn't even wasn't even in, in the world. Yeah. And that's when we met yes. at school. Yes, our children went to the same school. I know it's crazy where life takes you. So... Um, we moved to Gibraltar nearly 16 years ago um, and we moved here. I recently had my first child, Oliver, who's now mm. nearly 17. And um, when I fell pregnant, I was in the height of my career. I was, wow. um, I was a sales and marketing director for an international uh, photography firm. It took me from Las Vegas to New York to Ooh, Hong Kong. Glamorous. It was, all, it was all very glamorous and I loved what I did. So I started in the theme park industry and it, uh, it just went on from there really. So the speciality was ride photography, you know, and you go on all the roller coasters Okay, and they take your photos. Photo. So I sold that equipment to oh, places like uh, all the roller coasters on the Strip in Las Vegas, no. the top of the Stratosphere Tower, the New York, New York. I was the person that got all of those uh, contracts. So where was your company based? In South Africa? Actually, it was based in Derby in the UK. Oh, okay. There were these five um, geeky kind of technical people who uh, developed this technology. And I learned so much from them because they kept it simple. And okay. so they, it was just them a team of engineers and then I it. came along as a salesperson but anyway that's that's what I was doing before I fell pregnant and uh, also finishing up a master's in business administration with a view to further my career I was very independent my own house my own car you know loving it um and life changes, right, when you have a baby. Yeah. And um, and you were based in England at this time. I was based in Southwest London. We were, okay. we were in um, Southfields. And, okay. Um, and yeah, so it was a real adjustment, all of it. Not working, having a baby. Um, my husband still staying as he was, you know, going to leaving for work very early, coming home very late. Mm. And actually, it's it was a real struggle. It was a real like, what yeah. is going on here? I don't know. I don't, I haven't planned this. Um, you know, what do I do? I didn't, I, mothering didn't come very naturally to me in the, in the beginning. Um, 
you know, something which I've learned since to just learn to tap inside a bit more. And again, I was looking for all the books. I was reading the baby whisperer, you know, what do I do? Instead of just listening to my baby, mm. I was kind of looking for answers in the, in the wrong place. But, um, but anyway, we moved to Gibraltar. Um, my husband also had a change of circumstances in London. We realized that life was not the same and that something mm. had to change. He had connections here. And so we decided to, to, to move here. But for the last 17 years, I've just been, I've just been, I've been a stay at home <laughs> mom, mom to three boys. So wow. I, I then went on to have Charlie and Jake who were born here in Gibraltar and, uh, you know, who, who class themselves as proper Gibraltarians. Yeah. Very good. And, um, you know, but now, uh, my youngest is 11 wow. and, uh, life started to change again. You realize, mm. okay, I've got a little bit more time. Um, I want to do something else. Um, you know, being a mom is probably the hardest thing I've ever done. But the most rewarding. That's to be <laughs> continued, I think, wow. because, you know, it's still work in progress, mm. you know, and my three children are, 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 are very still, different. Yeah. Um, so, yes, the most rewarding. Yeah, I think, you know, there, you know, there are moments I'm extremely proud of them and they're good boys. And I think, um, you know, what's become more important to me, uh, more than a, an A grade or, you know, an achievement is just what kind of people they are. Mm. And, you you know, my husband and I are good people and mm. we've bred good people. They're good people. But yes, yeah, so it got to that stage where I was just like, I need to do something else, something yeah. that fulfills me. And then, you know, I got lost in motherhood. It's not good to lose yourself to somebody else. And as women, mothers, nurturers, carers, that's what we do. We'll drop anything for a friend who's calling for an emergency, but we don't drop things for ourselves. We don't see self-care as a necessity or something that is essential. Um, that's a guilty luxury. Yeah. And, you know, it really shouldn't be that way. <clears throat> and that's what happened to me. I got lost. <clears throat> I tried to be somebody that I was not. I tried to be the best mother, the best wife, you know, uh, the, the best daughter-in-law, you know, whatever it was. I tried to be that expectation of everybody else instead of really just tapping into myself and just thinking, you know what, Karen, you're okay. You just be you and um, and everything else we'll will, fall, will fall into place. And so... Um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because then I had to really think about, and then lockdown came along. I had to really think about, you know, what do I do now? What, do, how do I apply my international sales and marketing skills to Gibraltar? Mm. Working in a, you know, a leisure theme park industry. I couldn't see how that <laughs> would fit here. I did think about, um, suggesting that the, they put a roller coaster on the rock, you know, and I could, I mean, it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could maintain it yeah, or something. Yeah, the equipment. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so I had to think about, you know, who am I? What do I really care about? What mm. am I good at? And this is where um, reading and podcasts actually came into my life and literally changed my life, which is why I'm so delighted to be on your podcast oh. because um, it was Jay yeah. Shetty. Yeah. You know, have you heard of Jay Shetty? He's a motivational talker. He's got something like 5 billion followers on uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And he wrote the book, Think Like a Monk. Okay. And it was actually, I was um, helping my niece who was 17. She came over to see us uh, in the summer holidays and she was trying to figure out 
who, what what is she going to do now that she leaves school? You know, where does she want to go? She doesn't know. Mm. And I thought, you know what? Here I was in my late 40s having those same feelings. Yeah. You know, it's it's like starting out again. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, who yeah. am I? What do I do? What do I want? Um, and so Jay Shetty, uh, the, the book Think Like a Monk was transformational because it helped me help by helping her discover you, what, are, you, what are your passions? So he has a little formula. What are your passions? Mm. Uh, so, you know, what do you like? What are your compassions? So what do you care about? What are you good at? And these things should equal your purpose. So the idea is that all of us feel very good about ourselves. It's very rewarding when we give something. We're designed to, as human beings, be giving, you know, help in our community, and that mm. is very rewarding. That gives us our dopamine hit, our pleasure hormone. And um, and 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 so that's what I did. I just sat down thinking, gosh, all I've ever talked about since I was about 14 is food and diet and um and it's been a real problem for me because i've struggled my whole life with my weight um even though i've never been you know morbidly obese mm. or you know um extremely thin um it's, it's always bothered you it's always I've, been something on your I, mind i've i've had disordered <clears throat> eating my my whole life because of uh insecurities you know and this mm. this is again it's tying in with with what i'm doing now um i've had to search for my own answers you know um you know i had a weight problem but i was doing my best with food so what else could it be you know i was eating yeah. less than the girl uh, next to me exercising still, yeah. twice as hard but actually I was the one struggling with the weight so like what else is going on there I've had a journey in terms of my own personal journey in terms of like understanding who am I mm. and what is going on here yeah. and how you know there's another great book the body keeps the score you know when you're struggling with things internally it has a physical impact Effect, yes. and you hold on to inflammation or pain. It's just energy that is stored somewhere. And, you know, if you don't deal with it and, uh, and get it out, you know, it manifests into physical, physical things. And so, yeah. So you decided to start nutrition by Karen, but so how do you start? Well, how do you, how? Well, so, so this is it. So my yeah. whole life has been about food, 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 food. Then this is again, so random. Um, a friend of mine was teaching at the Hebrew girls high school, Gibraltar okay. girls high school. And, uh, she asked me if I wanted to come in and help with invigilating exams. Okay. And, um, I was like, okay, because I was looking for something. Mm. I had nothing else planned. So I just thought, why okay, not? why not? So in I go to this Orthodox Jewish school mm. and um, become an, a trainee exams officer. And uh, literally all I said to the girls was, okay, we're here to do physical science. You, your time is three hours, you know, all the, the, the blurb. Um, you may start now. And I just, I did that and I posted the exams. Um, anyway, the headmistress of the school 
school uh, afterwards that the girls have responded very well to. Not everybody fits into this environment. Yeah. Um, have you ever considered teaching? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, never have I considered teaching. It's probably the thing I'd be the worst at. I'm so impatient. Um, I wouldn't know where to start. And, um, and I'm not qualified. And she says, well, you have a master's degree, right? So I said, yes. She says, well, that qualifies you to teach in a, in a private school. Oh. And I said, well, the only thing that I really know anything about is nutrition mm. because of all my own, you know, yes, all the reading pre- that you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she says, <clears throat> funny that we have a GCSE, uh, which is food preparation and nutrition, and we need somebody to teach it. So would you teach That's it? That's amazing. That was meant to be completely. Completely meant to be. Yeah. So I just thought... Oh my, this is like a situation I've never in a million years would have walked into. Then what happened was I started teaching. I learned so much through teaching. It's the most fantastic environment. I was teaching girls, so it gave me a real fix of mm. the difference between boys and my girls. boys Having and the girls. Uh, they uh, they talk to me. <laughs> you know, my yeah. boys at home. Grunts. It's very. It's regiment. Yeah. It's functional. It's it's logistical and it's functional. You know, it's just uh, yeah. specific, direct. Um, you know, instructions in order to get things done but the girls are so chatty and so it really brought out something in Mm. me that I thought was missing and I loved it I loved teaching Mm. Uh, you know they all did very well in their exams and I learned so much for them it was mutually beneficial so what happened was I thought I need to be more qualified to do this I felt to be honest I felt like a bit of a fraud that I was teaching them something which I have children doing GCSEs I wouldn't want my children to be taught by somebody who actually is not qualified yeah so I decided to do some online courses on nutrition in order to better qualify me to teach um so I did that um and then COVID came and in COVID, I was teaching online. I was still learning. Learning. I was still at home online teaching my three children, Good. doing the washing, the ironing, walking the dog, doing the shopping, cooking three meals. Oh I mean, all of it. It was, it drove me cuckoo bananas. Um, and then I found podcasts. And so it was my, I needed to get out for a walk because I needed the time for myself. I needed Mm. to listen to some messages, some information that I needed to hear. And I went down the rabbit hole of nutritional science, hormones, and, and, and my research started there. Just every day I learned something new every day. I wanted to learn something new. And so I had these online qualifications. I had all this knowledge. I had all this life experience. And I just thought, that's it. Everybody needs to know this stuff. When Mm. I was on my own journey looking for answers, nobody gave me the answers. I went to nutritionists. I went to Natura House. I did every single diet under the book, the Slim Worlds, the Weight Watchers and whatever. Nobody told me what we all need to know, which is that there's so much more going on than just food, Food. you know. And and so that's what brought me to think, do you know what, I wonder if I could Mm. do this for a living. And then I just, you know, obviously, set set myself up um and again you know like with you now you're getting all these connections because of the person that you are people want to help you or, yeah. or they want to support you 
Are you suffering with weight issues, bloating, inflammation, tiredness, hormonal imbalance, diabetes, sleep or mood issues? I'm Karen Jacobson. I'm a diet and nutrition advisor and an eating psychology coach. These symptoms can be alleviated by making the right food choices. Let me be your nutrition coach. Aside from helping hundreds to lose weight, I've helped people reverse diabetes too and improve mood and confidence. Check out my social media pages, Nutrition by Karen. Why don't you book a free 15-minute appointment at either Glamour Beauty Clinic in Irish Town or Midtown Medical Clinic. Stop holding yourself back from being the best version of yourself. Good energy, it spirals in the right way and it just, it, it, it's meant to be. So um, uh, at the time I had a connection with Shannon from Glamour Beauty Clinic, oh, where, yeah. which is my home, yeah. um, where That's I work, where you, where from. You work from. That's where I work from. And she said to me, I was talking to her about it and she said, and I admired her as well. She's another, mm. you know, young sassy thing that started in one room doing lashes and now runs her own business. You know, yeah. business. And, and she said to me, I'd love to have a nutritionist here why don't you start and uh, you know because I thought I can't afford rent I can't work from home you know where do yeah. you start as somebody who's literally just starting out and so she gave me a leg up she said here's the room you know to begin with if you make anything you give me a cut and we'll take it from there and I and I started um, just after lockdown and you know I started with a trickle of people coming in and like you say from word of mouth and the, yeah. re the results that I the have result. from my clients mm, I think I've seen this on, is your, it. on your Instagram page yeah. they're amazing some women look I mean, really 10 kilos less, it's quite a... Yes, and, and and so many, so many transformations. But the beautiful thing about it is it's, it's not just a physical transformation. So there's a lot of people that, you know, you're not allowed to advertise this stuff actually, befores and afters, because it plays on vulnerability of people and, and mm -hmm. all of this kind of stuff. But, you know, what people don't understand is they're coming in for... One thing. Weight loss is what drives people yeah. to walk through the door. They're just fed up. But what we end up doing is sorting out all the nonsense, all the saboteurs, <laughs> all the things that are hijacking you from getting to yeah. what you what you want. And so that's how, why how so, do you do that? Well, do you know what? It takes time, first of yeah. all. And it's... Um, it's essentially, we are complicated. It's simple, but it's not that simple. So um, you must be quite a good judge of character to be. Well, I guess they start telling you about their lives, and yeah. you have to tap into the bits that resonate. Exactly. So um, we kind of start off with some science mm. because essentially, that's what fat is. Mm. It's energy. It's energy that has not been burnt for one reason or another, and we don't know what that reason is. So, you know, that's where this whole calories in, calories out equation comes in. Maybe you're just putting in too much and, and not mm. burning enough. But I can tell you, I was putting in like a thousand calories, running up the rock, you know, five days a week and burning way more than that. I didn't lose any weight. Um, and so it's really understanding that actually there's a physical thing going on from chewing to pooing, you know, yeah. this whole digestive system needs to work properly. And if it's, if it's not working properly, there's so many things that can go wrong along the journey. If it's not working properly, 
your efforts are wasted. So we have to talk and understand that and figure out if there's something going on through the digestive system. So there's a physical thing. There's a hormonal thing. There's a, there's, we are so, there's so many layers here to sort out individually and then get them working in unison, in balance. Um, so hormones are everything about us. It's fascinating that we don't know enough about them. You know, everything that we feel is a hormone response. If you're tired, energetic, happy, sad, hungry, full, those are all hormones working. And it's the hormones that are responsible for our metabolism. And it's this hormone insulin. So interesting. That is responsible for delivering energy around the body. And we all need to know about insulin. If there's one message that comes out of this for anyone, for anyone you know, who's struggling, get to know what insulin does, um, how it works. And, and, and so what I do is I take what I understand from the complicated science and try and make it simple. Um, you know, insulin is just, uh, you know, you have to think about all these little hormones. It's a messaging system. It's like a person inside us doing so insulin job. regulates the sugar in your system. Exactly. Ex the pancreas exactly produces that. insulin, so, which does. Exactly that. So what happens is the food we put in determines how much sugar is in the blood. So this is our glucose levels. So obviously everything about us has to start from the food we put in our mouths. That's mm. the building blocks for everything. You know, in terms of a formula, what goes in comes out, put good things in, you'll get good results, put rubbish in and okay. expect rubbish, yeah. you know, it's yeah. as simple as that. So it's about the quality of what you put in, not the quantity. The calorie has a part to play, but it's the type of calorie that is the, the real determinant. Oh, yeah. Um, so as soon as uh, sugar comes into the blood, it's insulin is released from the pancreas in response, providing it's working well. So all of our hormones are a bit like a voice and an ear where the hormone needs to be released. So it needs to, the voice needs to be talking. And then we have hormone receptors, which are like an ear, and they need to hear the, the voice so that the message can happen and what happens is um, and this is what they call hormonal imbalance is sometimes the hormones are overworked and okay. they and they just like something like <clears throat> insulin we become insulin resistant and that's another thing to google insulin resistance so it blocks yeah, essentially it can happen for a number of reasons. Basically, if it's overworked, like you or I would be, you just at some stage you have to just, you know, put the work down and just say, I can't do this anymore. Um, so yeah. it stops releasing. If all of our hormones are lined up like a row of dominoes, and there's about 50 different hormones here, including reproductive hormones. And the thing is, I want to also make a point when I talk about hormones. This is not just women and PMT, you know, everyone just goes, ah, she's hormonal. And that, you know, it's all about the PMT. No, this is, this is men's hormones too. This is testosterone. You know, this is the sex hormones. This is all of it. Um, and if all the hormones are lined up like the row of dominoes, insulin is the mother hormone at the top of the scale. And if your blood sugar and insulin response is off, 
Everything it, else is going to be it off. It all goes out of work. Aww. Because it's insulin that has to... I call insulin the room service um, boy with the, with the master <laughs> key. It's its job to literally get around all the rooms in your body. It needs to get to the brain. Hello, here's your energy. Hello, liver, here's your energy. You know, kidneys, mm. all the rest of it. And, um, you know, if it doesn't get around all those areas the body starts to malfunction, you know, so re this is where infertility mm. and thyroid, there's so many thyroid conditions. But the thing that most, I'd say 95% of my clients um, walk through the door because they want to lose weight. Okay. Um, I've got other clients who are looking at nutrition for their mental health yeah. and that is working super well. And I'd love mm. to talk about that because it's such a big issue. Um, I've got clients, I've just helped uh, a teenager who's had severe acne for many, many years and has been put on all kinds of anti-inflammatories and antibiotics. Nothing, nothing has worked. In six weeks, we've cleared his skin. I mean, it's still scarred. It's incredible. And, no, it's amazing. But, but, so this, but he knew this, right? His mum's always telling him, you know, he's eating uh, cereals this, for breakfast, uh, chocolate croissant for snack, pasta for lunch, you know, like carb, carb heavy, um, you know, not, not many, he didn't like vegetables, didn't want to eat his vegetables, blah, blah, blah. His mum's telling him all the time, you know, it has an impact on your skin, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What I do very well, I think, and I can confidently say it now a year later <laughs> mm. with more than 200 clients is I help people understand how fundamentally important it is um, that if you put these ingredients in, then the body can function. This is about the body functioning. We need tools for the job. You know, you can't record this podcast if you don't have these microphones. Yeah. How can the body function if it's not given the right tools for the job and the tools that it needs is vitamins, minerals, proteins, you know, it needs all of those, you know, it needs and fats. Fat. It needs yeah, fat. Yeah. And this is the other thing, you know, the diet industry, I mean, the amount of low fat diets that I've gone on, they're destroying people's health because they're literally starving people of essential fats that we need, uh, you know, to absorb. There's, there's fat soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K. We can only get them in, in fats. We need to eat them. So, um, it's, it's, yeah. it's really you could be here all day it's I, fascinating I really could Karen, be here all day to hear you. Um, <laughs> you you were really excited telling me as well so yeah. you can tell you're really passionate about it I set about doing it because I thought wow I needed to hear this there's got to be somebody else out there that needs to hear this information and um, what I found is this is the most rewarding thing I have ever done in my life my job gives me my dopamine hit that I used to seek from alcohol or food or mm. you know what, what have you and you know dopamine is another hormone responsible for our pleasure our happiness um you know it's it's fascinating people come in to lose weight that's generally what drives people through the door but they end up with but a whole that, new look that ends life. up well, being that's exactly what my friend told me yes it ends up being secondary yeah. you know weight is not the best determination uh, determinator of of your health you know this is about what's going on inside and um you know what we see is inflammation goes down um you know this whole thing with I, we reset the hormones we reset 
the body so that it functions as it should. And when it functions as it should, everything is clearer. So if those if if the if the gut is nourished enough, so this is the thing about um, uh, mental health, right? There's so many people suffering with depression, anxiety, ADHD, autism, all of these things. It's directly linked to food. The science is there. Um, and in, in order to produce these hormones responsible for our well-being and happiness, our pleasure, this is uh, serotonin, um, dopamine, oxytocin, endorphins. These are the four like reward chemicals in the brain. Everyone just thinks in isolation of the brain. But the brain is connected to the gut. There's a nervous system that connects the two. And actually serotonin, which is the number one hormone for our mood stabilizer, 90% of that hormone is made in the gut if the gut is working well mm. and it has good gut flora, mm. good gut bacteria. We need to have a, a good working gut with the right balance of gut bacteria. They call this the microbiome. This is all the the, the little microbiotics that are all over us and, and, and in us and they help convert those hormones. We need to eat the right things and 90% of serotonin is made in the gut and that can then be sent up to the brain to be used. It's incredible. It's fascinating because there's there's so much that's that's quite, um, I mean, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, she's right, she's right. It's stuff we already kind of know. Yes. Um, so it's, it's ta like you say, tapping in. What can we do um, as listeners um, to make our lives better and 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 help our system work better? I think we have to start looking inside. It links on to, you know, other areas of life. You know, all the answers are in us. Uh, we have to start connecting things. We're so interconnected. You know, you mm. can't struggle with mental health without looking at the gut. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're connected. And you, you know, it's like a physiotherapist. You might go in with a foot problem. The problem actually starts at the hip. And I think it's that it's, uh, getting to the root cause of the problem and getting to the truth of the matter so we hide the truth because we think it's wrong because we think we're in denial we, should. we are in it. denial but also this all stems from childhood as well yeah so um i mean i can go on and on and on people can see you at the glamour clinic in in irish town is that right yes so my home is in uh glamour um, I also do one day a week at Midtown Medical Clinic. So I do have a lot of male patients who prefer to see me there rather than go into the, the House of Glamour. Although Glamour is for men too. We do lots of facials and things in there. But um, yes, I have my social media. Oh, of course. Insta. 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 Nut nutrition by Karen. Yes. It's nutrition by Karen underscore for Insta. And on Facebook, it's nutrition by Karen. Okay. That's where I do most of my my work and now you're on the sofa with rouge yes. not, not quite on the sofa tell me somebody tell me one last thing somebody you admire who do you admire and why wow uh you know i admire my husband who is disabled I don't know whether you knew that. He has taught me so much because he is so stable and strong and in tune with himself. Um, he has so much strength of character. He's so true to himself that it's astounding. And he's taught me to be the same. Yeah. Ooh, you've yeah. blown me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He's, um, he's, you know, it's difficult. I do know your husband yeah. and he cycles everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do I. Yeah, yeah. So I see him. You know, and, and you know, that's another, that's another thing in, in our life. That's another thing in my bag. Everyone's got a bag of stories, um, you know, that has a big part to play as well. But, uh, yeah. Amazing, Karen. Yeah. Um, I can't thank you enough for coming. Honestly, I hope a lot of people get, well, what, certainly what I've got. I, I'm just blown away by, by all you've said. I want to know more now. <laughs> I'm sure everybody else does as well. And this is what we want. We want to leave people thinking, oh, I really want to hear more. So yes. we know where to get in touch with you. And, and as I say, thanks for sharing your story. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. You've been listening to Women Rising, a series of talks where I've chatted to fabulous and inspirational women exclusively about their lives and their losses, their struggles and their successes, and their contribution to this world where they are empowering others and making a huge difference in our community. Thanks must go to my producer, Charlie Hurst, for putting this podcast together. Catch him at soundunit.co.uk. And a huge thank you also to Beatrice Garcia, who has designed and painted the podcast icon. She's at BeatriceGarcia.com. Should you like to advertise your business on my podcast, please get in touch and please like and rate the show on your favorite listening platform and comment also if you can. And should you want to get in touch with me, my email is rougejib at gmail.com.